fear warns of a deadly fate. Give up your children, separate. Bide your time, lie in wait. Sonic Underground. Sonic Underground. They made a vow, their mother will be found. The children grow, learn what's right. Leaders of the freedom fight. They seek their mother, she knows they do. Is it time? Is she only? But I have to wait To act too soon could seal their fate They made a vow Their mother will be found Sonic Underground Sonic and friends and Sonic Sonic, Sonic and friends And they're running fast And you know they're gonna get there quick When Eggman whips out his big Hi everyone, welcome to Sonic the Hedge Pod Sonic, he can really pod Sonic, he can really pod Welcome, everyone. This is Justin. And this is Kevin. And this, this was is Sonic the, the Hedgehog. <laughs> yes. welcome, so- welcome to Sonic the Hedgehog. With us today is our good friend, Jacob. Hey, wait. Okay. Now, I'm going to pause here, and this is not a bit. Um, this sounds like not the, like, I was under the impression this was like a one-and-done Sonic is this a new project, you guys? Shush, shush, shush. Yeah, I'm sorry. The The band's breaking up. <laughs> now nah, it's just me and Justin, you know. Yeah, it's just, no, you know, we, I, auth- we authentically yeah, parted ways. Yeah, yeah, no. It's creative differences, you know. Uh, yeah, su- uh, we don't like know, playing Sukasa, RPGs. Sukasa. Those are a lot now, of words for not answering my question. Now we just talk about uh, <laughs> Sonic. We hate RPGs. We love Sonic. No, no, that, uh, that was not my question. My question was, oh no, are you guys? Is there going to be more than one Sonic episode? Yes, yes, there yeah. will be. Oh no, there will be uh, about six uh, Sonic episodes uh, from the smoldering ash pile of podcasts shall rise the mighty phoenix of Sonic the Hedgehog. No, yes, it's too Sorry. late. We're already Sorry. underway. <laughs> Sorry about today, it. Today, folks. As we anticipate Sonic's uh, jump to the big screen, we're going to take wait, a wait. look. You're going to do multiple episodes of this, and you're burning all the content? All of it. We don't have time. We don't have time for all this content. we got to make episodes. Yeah. No time to watch content. Only make. Yes. We are discussing Sonic's five attempts at the small screen, where, where we looked at all five Sonic cartoons. The idiot box. The boob tube, if you will. And, uh, Kevin, I believe this was your first time seeing any Sonic cartoon. Uh, so in in viewing this, I recognized Sonic X as, like, something I scrolled by once or twice on a Saturday morning and said, No, not this. Not for me. I'll wait 10 years and then and then I'll watch Sonic X. But all these other all these other shits uh completely new to me. To the okay. animated televised world of Sonic. Now, Jacob, you were familiar with some of these, right? I was I have seen episodes of everything except Sonic Underground 
The and one that I everyone have, missed. And I have watched almost the entirety of three of them. Okay. And, folks, these five shows are The Adventures of Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog, that one came second, Sonic Underground, Sonic X, and Sonic Boom. Now, we brought Jacob in because he is our residential child show expert. And that is the, true. the man knows his kids' TV. It's, yes. it's, it's unimpeachable. I don't know anybody yeah. that knows their kids' animated television better. Yeah than jacob kelleher it's just facts of nature it is it is i don't know and, if i should blush or be offended uh no please <laughs> blush away that is yeah. a, that is a sincere compliment and so we all uh, took a stab at summarizing each show into one word and we're going to start with uh the adventures of sonic the hedgehog now uh kevin what is the word you would use to describe this show and why <laughs> Shit. This is... And wh- when did this show come out? The 80s? This no, feels no, like the it. 90s. Oh, well, yeah, Sonic didn't exist in the 80s, so it couldn't have. But this is an early 90s cartoon. 1992, um, I think. Yeah, from... Uh, it would have had to be after 92 because Tails is in it. And Tails, uh, Miles Tails Prower and I share a birthday. We were born on exactly the same day. Um... The, uh, uh, this is from that era of cartoons that are, uh, let me put this delicately, uh, fucking unwatchable shit. Just absolute <laughs> nightmare bullshit garbage that I hate. I, spoilers, I did not like the Urkel Sonic show. I did not enjoy it when it went into my eyes. Next question, please. Uh, J- Jacob, how would you summarize the adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog in one well, word and why? To cover that, I already gave everyone a preamble of this. I actually got really into this analyzation, and part of my process was I did some research on what it means to be cool. And I found the... <laughs> Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did the second right. least cool thing today, uh, <laughs> Googling how to be cool articles. The yeah, least that's... cool thing was watching a bunch of episodes of Sonic. Um, but For sure. most experts break down cool into five categories, uh-huh. which is convenient because I've assigned each of these five categories to one of our Sonic shows. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. This is interesting. Now, uh, the adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. I broke the one word to keep with this cool uh, system I set up. But the factor of cool that the adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog represents is focus on attitude. (laughs) Okay. Can you elaborate? Yes. Sonic, the, the adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, because more so to get into the details of who Sonic is... The defining characteristic of Sonic has always been and always will be not his speed, not his blue spiky nature, but that he's cool. It's why everyone gets super offended when you say Sonic is lame because Sonic is cool. That is his persona. That is who he is. Mm -hmm. And the adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog is the only one that actually strives to meet that coolness and a way that is very after-school special, in the way that it is an after-school special, I used to watch it after school all the yes. time, um, it's the focus on attitude. You can now, say any lame thing, 
But if you say it with attitude and you say it cool, it's cool. So, uh, Jacob, can you recall the actual after-school special, the Sonic Says Life Lesson, um, the episode we watched? The episode that we watched, which... Little Criticism was a weird episode, so that might be why Kevin hates it so much. Good um, God. What a fucking garbage fire. Um, but the after-school special was not to climb into dryers. <laughs> As, yes, yeah, something that surely uh, swiped America in the 90s. I want to point out that that was a legitimate issue of kids really? climbing into appliances. It was the Tide Pods of its day. Dude, <laughs> yeah. back, before you were eating what made the clothes clean, kids were trying to get dry as the clothes because it looks real fun in there. And then their little dumb asses would bang their dang head because they were drying themselves too bad. They would get no. burned. It was bad. Yeah. Additionally, I want to point out that keep we in mind a lot of who, good I, idiots that who I am. You guys know me. I am confident Sonic saved my life because I used to watch the show and I'm the kind of idiot who needed Sonic's advice. So I, the word I would use to describe this show is uh, is wacky, but with huge quotes around the word wacky, because for those who haven't seen it, the Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog is like a Looney Tunes, like car, uh, five minute. No, Looney no, no, Tunes no, 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 no. A, a, a tiny tunes, a yes. like sub, sub, yeah. sub Looney Tunes. Anyway, keep going. Yes, but then stretched out for a full twenty-two minute episode of TV. Oh, it God. goes on forever. <laughs> It is the longest 22 minutes of my life. Whereas the Sonic OVA that we watch, I don't know what order these episodes are going to come out in, but we watched yeah. a full, like, 90-minute animated Sonic movie. Or a 60-minute Sonic animated movie. And that cruised by. As opposed to all five of these shows, which felt like my entire life was fading <laughs> before my eyes. Uh, spoilers, they're all bad. Uh, but this this one was the worst one. I don't know if we're ranking these. This was will at the, the end. worst one. Uh, Kevin, can you recap recall what happened in this show? Sure. So uh, I believe Justin, our our algorithmic method for picking which episodes to watch was whichever one showed up top on YouTube. Am I wrong? Yes. Yes. When okay. I searched just the name of the show. Okay. So, uh, oh, yeah, I bet the Sonic the Hedgehog one was really easy to search for. Um, so Adventures <laughs> of Sonic, this episode, uh, uh, Doo Poo Poo, or whatever the fuck this episode is called, uh, in a, in a tour de force performance, this is the show that features Jaleel White, uh, who we all know as Urkel, uh, or himself from the movie Big Fat Liar, as, as Sonic, and the two, uh, quote-unquote funny robots funny with like a capital u and a second capital n um and uh eggman is like sonic is too fat eggman the most hideous eggman design you will ever see an unwatchable gargoyle of an eggman how <laughs> dare the they voice... do this to my how dare they do this to my best friend eggman because um, the, well, well here's the thing and the voice actor is giving his most like he is oh, it's pouring something. himself into this role. Sure. Uh in the same way that uh you know uh, 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 often people pour themselves whole hog into uh murder. 
Um, so, uh, Ag- Ag- Robotnik, I believe in this version he is Robotnik. Yes. Um, Robotnik uh, says Sonic is too fast, so he gets his dumb idiot robots. He gives them a ray because you have to have two stupid idiots that help out the bad guy. Uh, One it tall is and skinny, old- the other short and fat. Yep. And they sound exactly like how you think they sound. Um, and he's like, go turn Sonic old. And they uh, do the, oh, God, they do the ray backwards. And it where turns, do they do uh, the ray, J- um, Kevin? Where do they do the ray? Yes. Where does this, this accident take place? I don't remember. It, it, it takes place in a factory that makes instant chili dogs. That's right. That that makes dehydrated chili dogs that are powder. You add water, it turns into a chili dog. Um, it's not nearly as funny as that sounds. Uh, at one point, Tails eats mud. Isn't that hilarious? Um, so Sonic and Tails get turned into babies. I mean, that was the good bit. That was the best bit. Of all the bits, <laughs> I will say that that was the best one. Um, Sonic uh, retains his attitude even as a baby. He came out the womb waggling his finger and uh, not listening to your rules. Man, you know, he's born on a skateboard. Uh, Tails seems to have lost uh, all of his higher cognitive functions and now can only say doo-doo poo-poo uh, over and over and over again, doo-doo poo-poo. Uh, there's a lot of logical incons. The internal logic doesn't uh, track as to whether or not these characters maintain their intelligence, like maintain their cognizance as babies, or if they are reverted to the intelligence of babies. Because Tails can only say doo doo poo poo, but Eggman still maintains his nefarious plots. So I, I truly, uh, the writers of uh, the Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog have much to answer for. I mean, I can explain that, but I don't think you're actually interested. No, 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 I no, don't want to hear it. Explain it. No, it, uh, I, the the ray turns you back by a set amount. Tails is much younger than Sonic, so went back uh, a few more years. Sonic went back um, his amount, and Eggman went back his amount. But based off their ages at the time of the ray, they're put into different positions intelligence wise. Fine, uh, and okay, then there you uh, go. for fifteen minutes, the babies try to capture each other. Fifteen minutes of your life, uh, and uh, you know. To they be get fair, out of it if we weren't watching then. that on YouTube, there would have been toy commercials. So I'm sorry. Twenty minutes of your life uh, with a bunch of micro machines ads. Uh, yeah, there you go. That is uh, the Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, an episode uh, called uh, you know uh, Baby Fuck Around or whatever. <laughs> I loved it. It was great. <laughs> Jacob, what was your opinion of the episode? I actually remember this episode. This was one of the episodes I watched as a kid. And it was actually very, like, I'm normally not too subjected to nostalgia. But the dehydrated powered chili dogs, I remember as a kid thinking how cool that was. And, like, it really registered, like, oh, man, yeah. And it was like, oh, Tails is going to eat a bunch of the powder, and then he's going to take a drink and get all big. I forgot all about the baby nonsense, but I remembered (laughs) the powdered chili dogs. But Uh, That's actually really sweet. It was definitely – it does not hold up, but given the nature of what we're doing, I feel like whenever discussing Sonic – you, it's difficult. It's just kind of a given that it won't hold up. 
Like, you have to give that as a freebie. Because that's just what Sonic is. Sonic doesn't hold up. Uh, you guys have any uh, further thoughts on Adventures of Sonic? Um, it uh, looks hideous. Uh, just uh, for for that, uh, put that on the record. Um, it is... So, the Sonic shows, and the, the trajectory of these shows, like watching Sonic's Saturday morning life uh, uh, continue is kind of an interesting trajectory that we will follow. Um, but the, the ends of that parabola of that rainbow are both quote unquote comedy shows. Um, Mm -hmm. and, um, it, it doesn't fucking work. And I know that like often comedy ages very poorly, especially comedy for kids. Like I'm, I'm 27 years old. Like this show is not meant for me. It is not meant to make me laugh, Mm -hmm. but if I put it alongside, you know, when I was on vacation, I watched a few episodes of the new DuckTales, and I found it legitimately very funny. Phineas and Ferb is legitimately very funny. Fucking, we mentioned it before, the Looney Tunes cartoons from 1940 uh-huh. are still funny. To be so fair, I, every show that you just named is hitting a higher demographic than this Sonic show is. Yes. Even Looney Tunes? Especially yeah, definitely. Looney Tunes. Definitely. Okay. Looney Tunes, okay. it, this show is hitting eight and below. Like This, this is, is like between. the goofy cartoon. Like, so this, this is, is you, Space you gradu- Jam, not You Looney graduated Tunes. from Dora, and you're watching this. Yeah. Okay, all right. Oh, fair. This is like Rugrats level of intelligence. I also will say, if it kept one kid out of the dryer, it was all worth it. It was. <laughs> it saved lives. Wheel Sonic of Morality. Turn, it is turn, the turn. only show on this list that has saved lives. Yeah. You don't know that. That's fair. It maybe may someone was lives. about to. Maybe some <laughs> chronically depressed kid was like, "I'm gonna fucking end it all," and then they watch Sonic and Shadow triumphantly face down a giant space save, ray and said, "I can live another day." Save it for later, Kevin. Live another day. So, Justin, you have any further thoughts on this show? Uh, no. Uh, I, well, it, it's it was um, it was my introduction to Sonic, like as a character before I ever played the games. So, like, it holds like it holds that status. This show is trash. It aged awful. It's literally like someone. Ex- it felt like someone explained Roadrunner cartoons to someone through someone else. Like someone got a third hand account of Wiley e. Coyote. And animated it entirely based on that and, like, kids' gross-out humor. It's unwatchable. It really is. It's It was truly excruciating. Whereas I had a lot of fun watching the, you know, let, I won't call it great, the OVA, but, like, this was an, an endurance trial yeah. to sit through an entire... It should be two 10-minute segments. It should yes. be one of those shows, a SpongeBob, a Sonic Boom... It is not. It, it it stretches this premise, yeah. and it, it, can't, actually it cannot sustain it. Many shows didn't have the two 10-minute segments in their kids' yeah. shows, and that was concept really came about much later. Mm-hmm. Sure. But either way, all, all fair complaints, I just want to give the benefit of time to this show as well. Oh, it's very much a product of its time. Sure. Um... Uh, shall we uh, give a rating on this one? I feel like we already know let's, what we're each going let's, to say. Uh, let's, uh, re- um, let's save the ratings for the end. Next up is the 
Wait, it's just called Sonic the Hedgehog, but everyone called it Sonic Sat AM for Saturday morning, which is when it came on. Now, Kevin, how would you sum up this show in one word? God. So this show is uh, Baby's First Fascist Regime Resistance Fighters. Um <laughs> Where, oh, I'm sorry, my one word uh, yeah. uh, summation, I'm sorry. My one word is horny! <laughs> <laughs> this show is horny! How so? Um, okay, so this is another, in a grand tradition of Sonic shows, where in rebooting the property, they shove a bunch of random new characters in. Um, so on this show, Baby's First Resistance Fighters... Um, we are introduced to a hot fucking chipmunk, um, and a, uh, and a, and a, and a robot bunny. Uh, they work together with Sonic to take out the power to Eggman's, uh, Metropolis. Uh, is he, is he Robotnik in this again? Yes, yes, he, he yes, he, he's Robotnik, uh, for this and one other show. Okay, so he is Robotnik. In uh, Robotnik, you know, has the big, crazy, uh, metal, futuristic city. Uh, they strike the power, but the the auxiliary power comes back on, and it and it, and it uh, flaunts them. Uh, in this version, Tails is a uh, little little kid. Um, he's like the little uh, Gavroche of this Les Misérables uh, French Resistance. Uh, you're welcome, two people. Uh, both listening, <laughs> both, uh, hosting the show with me right now. Um, and, uh, and, uh, Eggman, uh, here voiced by Jim Cummings. Uh, oh, and that's a, how that's a, is he? That is a, uh, point in this show's favor. I am always in favor of a Jim Cummings. Um, and we also get a Rob Paulson on this show, though that's the last we will speak of that. Um, uh, Jim Cummings as Eggman, not the traditional Eggman sound that I like. I have a very particular idea in my head of what Robotnik sounds like, but man, he's, he's full evil dialed it all the way up, Jim Cummings. And I, I did really, that was the part of this show I liked. So he's like, I need to catch Sonic the Hedgehog. Why am I giving the plot summary again? Oh fuck! I'm sorry, boys. I, it's fine. I, I'm you, no, if, you, if you're feeling it, speak on it. We're already almost there. So, uh, uh, Egg, uh, Robotnik is like, I need to catch Sonic. I'll host a race. He can't resist that. And Sonic finds a flyer for the race, and he's like, the race? That seems like a trap. Eggman, I'll take your trap, and I'll win. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, the rest. Again, 15 minutes of this episode is Sonic running this fucking goddamn race. Um, a race that makes no logic. Oh, this is a show that was trying to do, like, peril. It was trying to do, like, action-packed set pieces before Saturday morning cartoons were equipped to handle that kind of thing. Um, and and it falls short of even, like, an X-Men the Animated Series, um, where, like... This guy's on a conveyor belt for 14 minutes about to get crushed by gears. And instead of, I don't know, rolling off to the side, they call Sonic to come get him. It's fucking... Uh, and uh, yeah, Sonic wins the race and uh, we all have uh, happily ever after. And they knock horny. out the backup generator. Yeah, they knock out the backup generator. Sonic wins the race. They Sonic actually the... loses the race. But he wins the race of his heart. 
And um, he wins the day. He wins the day by losing the race. And uh, that is all I will say on that. The show is horny. That that chipmunk is uh, horny. Jacob, so what do you have to say about Sonic the Hedgehog? Well, the second principle of being cool that we'll cover today is know the rules and break them. Whoa. It ah. is, being cool is not about, you know, just going against the flow. It's about knowing what the flow is and then diverting it. And that's what this show does. It takes all these twists on the Sonic character you know without breaking him. Because mm-hmm. Sonic... Sonic needs his chipmunk and rabbit sidekick kit to become a resistance fighter. Yes. Because Sonic can't do it on his own. And I agree with Kevin. I love this take on Robotnik. It was a lot of fun. And that's taking the rules you know, and you're breaking them. That's a very good way to describe this show. This... Folks, I would describe this show as sincere. It takes the whole premise of Sonic and plays it dead straight. Like, there are, like, very little few jokes in this. Like, very few moments of comedy. It's very weird. It's very World War II French Underground. And, or, like, it's, um... It's like Avatar The Last Airbender way ahead of its time. Like, it's trying to be like that. And it om- and I feel like it almost gets there. You have a very generation- generous definition of almost. This show falls short in a lot of different aspects. Mm-hmm. Um, in that regard of trying to achieve its like mission statement of being this resistant underground. Um, it does not fully establish the world that is led by Robotnik. It does not explain the hardships and the reasoning for stopping that. Additionally, it doesn't fully explain a Robotnik's motives for capturing Sonic. If so- Sonic is not played up as this big hero of the Resistance, that falls to Sally. Mm-hmm. Sonic is a comedic relief character in someone else's story, but he just steals the, mm-hmm. the screen time. It also, uh, it does do a good job of encapsulating a big and very important distinction between Sonic as a character, where many people would uh, analyze Sonic and say that his fatal fall is his hubris. But it's not. That's his fatal strength. It's Mm -hmm. what makes him him. It's his boundless confidence and who he is as a person. He doesn't, it's not that he thinks there will not be consequences. No, his flaw is that he must always do. He gives in mm-hmm. to his impulses. He knew it was a trap, but he doesn't care. Mm-hmm. He turns he, it into being a distraction so he can still try and win the race. He knows the rules and he breaks them because he's cool. Mm-hmm. This is like easily the least obnoxious Sonic. I the, disagree. But we can get into that yes, when we get we can. to my... Favorite Sonics. Justin, did you give your one word review? Yeah, yeah, sincere. Oh, okay. Yes, sorry. It's it's just generally weird someone like actually taking Sonic the Hedgehog like seriously as like a storytelling character. I'm not sure if this is taking Sonic seriously or mm-hmm. taking Sonic dark. 
And we've been seeing That's a lot fair. of that if you're looking at, especially like currently uh, with like DC's current direction, mm-hmm. um, where they keep thinking edgy is how you treat their characters. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't necessarily mean they're treating their characters correctly. You're, when they're doing right. these you're dark right. takes. And that's what they're trying to do with Sonic, mm. but they don't fully commit, which for any other thing, I would say that would be a negative. But I think that lack of committing, that lack of wanting to make Sonic edgy and keep him Sonic mm. is a plus to the show. Also, easily like one of the better theme songs of the ones we listen yes. to. Yes, yes. 100% though. Not the best one, because that is still coming up. Um, yes. Uh, yes, this is a, a, a I, I hesitate to say grounded version of Sonic, but that is what it feels like. It is trying to make this, this mythos as, uh, oh boy, down to earth as it, as it can. Yeah. Lived in. Uh, yeah, it feels, tries to feel like a lived in world. I don't think this is... Uh, because of that, it is not a particularly good uh, uh, version of Sonic, but of the cartoons we watched, mm-hmm. I do think it is probably one of the better ones without me having any desire to watch another episode. It has the most ground left to tread in its universe. Yes, absolutely. A hundred percent. And Jaleel White is, stays on as Sonic for this. Uh, you know, he's fine. He's yeah, good. He, he's better. He's he's like, he acts a little bit more in this one. Well, he's right. also playing an older Sonic. Yes. He's playing an older Sonic. He doesn't have to deliver the uh, dialogue or jokes of the previous show. Yeah. Um, I, I it do is like still how this is not... the second Sonic show we watched with the baby tales, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they've got little baby Gavroche tails, and he's yeah. like, "Oh, I'm scared of the big bad war," uh, and and you know that crazy hillbilly three fourths robot bunny is reading bunny in bed, reading in bedtime stories. Yeah, um, and there is. I, I had a huge crush on her when I was little. Yeah, step on me, robot bunny. <laughs> step um, on your robot feet. Yeah, I was, I was already so on the fence about being on this show. Uh, like, <laughs> see, only it's not our fault. Or we'll be like that, Jacob. Don't worry. This episode was horny. I don't yeah. know what to tell you. This is a horny show. People want to fuck that chipmunk. <sighs> Kevin, I know you're right, but like, sorry, did nobody to want bring... to fuck Antoine de Coulette? <laughs> Is that Rob Paulson's uh, French yeah, yeah. whatever French, animal? Yeah, the French resistance uh, coyote. Yeah, the fucking, an, an absolute drag. So this is something that uh, is common amongst the Sonic shows, and I might as well talk about it now, is that there's this continual idea, and it happens in a lot of kids' shows, not just Sonic or kids' media, that, like, they think we they need the quote-unquote funny supporting character they think they need like a little kid character for the kids to relate to completely unnecessary the kids love sonic they want to hang out with sonic you can have other characters that fill this world that are entertaining in their own way but the how many versions of sonic had funny robots because i think like of the shows we watched it's like four all of them i think it's all yeah. of them. well the oh. reason behind that is that 
in the Sonic games, Robotnik's whole thing is he's turning these animals into robots. We'll get deeper into that in the next episode, but that Robotnik already has his built-in arsenal of mm-hmm. who's his, his ensemble cast. And if you want to make a comic relief character on the enemy side, you're kind of stuck doing that. Yeah. Right. You are you are stuck doing the goddamn oldest trick in the book of um to the the evil he- guy has two completely incompetent dummy dummy henchmen mm-hmm. um and we listen i'm, I'm just see, too old yeah, i'm just saying for a kid's show you have to defang your villains that's why they have to be incompetent but so they're not annoying you make them likable and funny i mean it's the same principle of why everyone loves jesse and james but hate Butch and Cassidy, because Butch and Cassidy are good at their job. That's right. Uh, or Annie and Oakley from the fourth Pokemon <laughs> animated movie. Yes, we all know. Uh, yeah, anyway. Who among us doesn't love Annie and Oakley? Yeah, this is probably, I haven't considered my ranking yet, but this is probably the mediumist of the Sonic shows. Mm-hmm. It is the one I would place probably directly in the middle. Okay. Um, and, and that is what I have to say about that as we, uh, transition to... To Sonic Underground, the one nobody saw. And, uh, let me just say outright, that is a goddamn shame. That is, (laughs) that is a, that is a tragedy. So, so Kevin, your one word for this and why? Uh, my one word for this is, what?! said in exactly that way um this show is bananas (laughs) in on so many levels and i uh i have to give it a lot of props for being one of the batshit craziest things i've ever seen in the sonic universe and that's a fucking bar like that is that is a hurdle to get over and they managed to get over on it um so props to this show and that's uh, all i will say for now kevin what is your uh, how does sonic underground fit into your spectrum of cool you mean jacob jacob i'm yeah, so sorry okay, i was like i was like you can't really force kevin I... to play by my like articles and stuff so sorry jacob. um no worries um sonic underground is a good representation of the third principle of coolness that we'll cover Cool isn't always the coolest. Okay. <laughs> this is referring to backhanded. No, no. This is actually a compliment as we go further into what the article meant by that. Uh, cool isn't always the coolest. It's more about building other people up. Mm-hmm. That your factor of coolness is not placing you above others, but basically you're at a higher level lifting people up. People are more receptive and treats and like more appreciative of someone if they're building them up. And compared to every other Sonic, this is the only Sonic that actually cares about and trusts his supporting cast. Mm. Uh, Jacob, can you recap this episode for us? Oh, man. Why'd you make me? Okay. So... First, let's recap the general premise of this show that's With covered the in the theme song. Yes! theme song. Yes! Sonic is one of a triplet with his brother Manic and his sister Sonia. Uh, one of, of three, Jaleel White. 
one of three Moses babies. They're they're princes and princesses of the queen of this world or whatever. And she, they have these magical medallions that turn into instruments, and they just rock out while they're looking for their mom uh, across the universe. Um, they're a and, van. They have a van, a space van. Yeah, yeah. No, they really, really stressed stretched the limits of my theory that Sonic is cool. Like this was challenging for me to like fit within my theory. I just accepted that you know what at a time. This might have been an adult approximation of what the cool is. Um, but 1996. The premise of this show, or at least this episode, is that they are attempting to collect and contain the Chaos Emerald. Um, and to do that, they need Knuckles, the master of emeralds. Um, but Knuckles is also working to contain the emerald, and he's talking to Robotnik, saying, like, hey, this is going to destroy the world. We got to work together to contain it. And the Robotnik's like, all right, I'm a master of negotiation. Bring me your friends' heads. And Knuckles is like, well, I guess I gotta. Like, yeah, Robotic would totally blow up the world just to spite me. So he leads his friends into a trap, but then Robotic's like, okay, I'm gonna turn uh, your romantic interest, Knuckles, into a robot. Oh, no! So Knuckles like, ah, nah, nope, nope, change of plans, change of plan. Bad idea. And he stops Robotnik and stops the resolution, and then they dig a hole and stop lava from falling on him. And then the, like, the dog robot ate the emerald, and he turns into this <laughs> gelatinous mat of chaos. He's like, I'm going to destroy the universe! Blah, 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 blah! And Sonic's like, oh, no, 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 no! And then his friend's like, let's rock out! <laughs> and then like he stops being an like, element of chaos long enough for them to contain the emeralds. And then Knuckles is like, hey, I'm going to go. Here's this emerald for you. Like, no, 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 no. I'm the ancient sage. You got to protect that emerald on the flying island because that's your job. My job is to be an ancient sage. And the resistance fighters are like, oh, man, we're in a band. And it's like, yeah, well, you should totally come to my island and bang or whatever, because I think that's the, what he's trying to accomplish with Sonic's sister. And they're like, yeah, well, if you ever want to join the Resistance, you're always welcome. And then Sonic's like, also, we're going to save the world and find our mom. It's like, yes, we get it. We all saw the theme song. And I think that's where the episode ends. I might have blacked out at so, that So, so much happens in 22 minutes. And Especially given God. how much of those minutes were not used to advance the plot. No. Yeah. God bless them for it. This is an action-packed mile a minute. And and listen, I will admit, I was not fully focused on this episode because I did indeed watch it as the Cats reviews were coming out, were dawning. So, like, <laughs> listen, I was a little half-distracted. But every time I looked up, something new and insane was happening. And that's high marks in. They stop the big sludge monster by rocking by out. rocking out with their cocking out they they get out their three-piece band and they fucking rock it they sing a song called the mobius stall because they are stalling for time and it rules uh the the opening credits i have to this is the greatest the best animated opening credit sequence i've ever seen 
Uh, it is bonkers and hilarious. They, <laughs> Sonic, so this takes the Sonic lore in unbelievable and yeah. bizarre directions. This is, you've taken something that is already strange and, and uh, unwieldy and have blasted it into the stratosphere. Sonic is a part of triplets that when Eggman threatens to kill all the firstborns on Mobius are Moses away and they they are constantly searching for their mother and she's like no their destiny will be ruined if I go find them this is all explained in a one minute opening credit sequence uh, a, that the, the word I describe the show is rockin because it has it's a they rock out B it has a minute and 30 second power ballad for an intro yes um and i don't know how many episodes of this show contain original songs but 100 percent here for it if they do (laughs) i think i'm a minority i didn't like this this was my least favorite of the five why was it your least favorite um i well for one i think it's art style was the most unappealing to me Knuckles' droopy really? face did not ring any bells. Well, that, Knuck- Knuckles, Knuckles was terrible. Is done very strange here because it like his head, his body connects to where his chin would be. Yes, um, it's a terrible character design, and he sounds nothing and acts nothing like any version of Knuckles you've ever seen. Uh, I love his speaking- weird Scottish it- grandpa. They tried making Knuckles shrill for a little bit. It's very unhelpful. Does not work. Does not go. Sonnet's a third triplet who has something that goes beyond anime hair. (laughs) He has a a living sort of spider happening on his head. An anemone. he has a, uh, the Monster Factory creation Ja'am is on his head in, in, in 17 various strands. He has like a green mullet, but also an explosion of hair strands that Yu-Gi-Oh could only dream of. Uh, it's incredible. Thumbs up character design for, uh, the Sonic triplets. Um, and the, his sister... Uh, uh, yes, baffling haircut has the worst voice I've ever heard. <laughs> it's like a little kid trying to do an old lady voice, but you're like, why is that the voice that this character has? It, it was one of the three voices Jaleel White could do. Yeah, man. All right. You know, Knuckles, you're welcome around here anytime. <laughs> Absolute garbage. Thumbs up. I also think that's part of the reason why I didn't like this show so as much, because none of the characters are super distinct from each other. No. They all like, just look like kind of weird versions of Sonic. Yeah, which I mean, like, I, the internet loves this. Sonic OCs all the way. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, I feel like the cast could have been condensed so much. It also, despite how much lore they dropped on you in the theme song... They did very little to explain how the rules of this universe work. Oh, yeah. What makes the kids fast? They don't even use Sonic speed. Sonic doesn't run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a complete... uh... He he runs while setting up speakers. That's the one time he uses super speed. It, It doesn't... Like, it feels like I could remove half the cast... 
and replace them with any other character from any other franchise. Oh, and the show does not benefit or lose anything from it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't like you, like you could change Sonic to, I don't know, Mickey mouse and Eggman with, uh, who's the, the bad guy from crash bandicoot. Oh, oh, we're we're not even saying the same, but essentially, yeah, the show, the show had a lot of flash, mm-hmm. but like that was it, and that the flash goes away after a moment. There was nothing deeper about this show, yeah, and it felt yes. very empty for that, and it hurt all the more because the plot of this universe really called for substance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was all sizzle and no steak. However, in a series of shows where the steak turns out to be underdone and moldy. I'll take Sizzle any day, baby. All right. Uh, Unless anyone has any further thoughts about Sonic Underground, I think we can head into Sonic X, which is probably our audience's most familiar Sonic show. The anime Sonic. Yeah. uh, Yeah, Also, Justin, you recommended the dub. What's wrong with you? I didn't. I I just went on YouTube. That's what came up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I am in favor of the dub in this instance and this instance only because I got to reunite with all of my favorite Yu-Gi-Oh! voice actors. <laughs> it is exactly the same people doing exactly the same voices. And so you get to imagine it as this sort of theater of the mind where I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Tristan is playing the chauffeur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> it's, oh, uh, Pharaoh it's all... is Knuckles now. <laughs> Yeah, Pharaoh is Knuckles now. Uh, uh, Taya is the assistant to the president. We get to... It's all of my favorite Yu-Gi-Oh! characters wearing different costumes. Bakura was in there. Pegasus was in there. Joey was in there. Elder the recap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So I I got to live in that world again for a little while. Uh, So I... Dubs over subs in this instance only. Justin... What is your word for this episode, this series? Uh, oh, um, definitely. I, I said earlier, it's anime. It's it has all the trappings of anime in that, like two well animated sequences with mostly f- with like flat action, flat angles, um, okay voice acting. A, a, like a good amount happens, but it somehow like nothing did. Um, and also kick-ass theme song. <laughs> yeah, uh, a fucking rockin' theme song. Jacob, what is your, uh, definition of cool? This time I also follow the one-word, uh, thing, just merely through coincidence, less effort. Um, the fourth principle of coolness that we will cover today in today's seminar podcast is confidence. This Sonic exudes it. Mm-hmm. He is confident in everything about him there's not a single moment of hesitation or delay he knows what's be done and he needs to be done and he is ready to do it plus oh sorry again this is another one of those like slightly nostalgic hits because this is the other one of the shows that i've seen almost every episode for yeah this is so and kevin this show is cool in that it actually like kind of follows some of the games for a while and then it goes in a completely different direction. <laughs> it, follows the, it follows the games for most of its lifehood. Ex- until, but then at the end, 
when it turns out there's like spaceships trying to eat the multiverse. I think that might have been from Sonic Heroes. No, that that wasn't where it had like Transformers looking like villains. Okay, I might have missed the last arc then. Oh, it was it got very weird. It was got very weird. There was a little boy who hung around for a moment for a while, and then the kid, and then the Sonic characters went back to their own world, and then Chris went to Sonic World and became a little boy again. Oh no, I remember that. Yeah, Chris going later. to Sonic World. Yeah, yeah. They fought space. It got bad. It got even. It got very weird. Yeah, Chris can get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> I don't need Chris. Fuck Chris. What about his Japanese butler? Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know who you're talking about. Also, uh, I, I know James Kevin doing a James doing a Japanese accent. Well, also, I know oh, that Kevin won't appreciate this because he didn't watch all of Sonic X. But the president's oh. chauffeur is actually related to Chris. He is Chris's uncle, who's a NASCAR driver who once raced Sonic. Oh man. He- uh, this is not my one-word review of this show, but if I forget to mention this moment, I will uh, never forgive myself. Uh, the moment, and I have no context for this show, so the moment when the chauffeur is, like, looking up and we hear his <laughs> internal monologue, and I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? The chauffeur gets an internal monologue? The chauffeur is like, yeah, my best friend Sonic's gonna save the world. You're like, who the fuck is this guy? Wait, the president is in the back of this limo but the chauffeur gets like an internal monologue that is why kevin no one else gets it on no no other character in this episode of tv gets an internal monologue but the chauffeur of the president does and that is the best moment in any of these episodes of tv that we watch that is the funniest thing that has ever happened to me when they Uh yeah. Uh, uh my my one word review is Shadow. Uh because my main fucking man, Shadow the Hedgehog, shows up and god damn it, it was fights it was a legitimately lizard. fights a ki- lizard from space. Fights a lizard from space, legitimately kinda cool. Uh they both get to fucking Super Saiyan with the Chaos Emeralds, baby. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my one-word review of this episode. I mean, it was fine. Like, it, it was a functional piece of of cartoon media that felt like the cartoon media that I grew up with on Saturday mornings. Mm-hmm. Your Yu-Gi-Oh's, your Pokemon animes. Uh, uh, and that's because it is. This was the one that yeah. came out during the time that we would be watching it, which is yeah. also why I argue that this is probably going to be the piece of media that our audience is the most familiar with when it comes to Sonic, at least on screen. Yeah, I would say that that's certainly true. Um, and, you know, I don't have the nostalgia for this that I would have for a Jackie Chan Adventures or a Shaolin Showdown or or any of these other shows that I like to reference on the shows I make with you two. Uh, but I, I think that it is perfectly fine. And I was not actively annoyed at any point that did not involve the little boy, Chris, <laughs> who's like it being intercut with a dead little girl. And it's like, you got to do it for the boy. And I'm like, fuck the boy. I don't need the boy. I need the fast hedgehog called Sonic. 
I'm glad you didn't see the rest of this arc because this episode was light and Chris compared to others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was my great fear is that this was going to be fucking Chris time, the Chris Town show. Yeah. And I'm like, no, thank you. No, Hello. get the human characters out of here. I don't need human characters in Transformers. I don't need human characters in Sonic the Hedgehog. I want them to leave. And I want to hang out with Miles, Tails, Prower, and the gang. Chris Rose, is the measuring stick for cool, though. Because this show is based heavily off of Sonic Adventure Battle, where every character is playable. So every character has to be fun and cool. So you need a neutral cool so they have something to compare themselves to. And that's Chris. Chris is cool zero. <laughs> neutral cool's name is Tails. He's been around since 1992. But he's cool in this one. He's smart now. This is when smart. This is when Tails becomes the gadgeteer and becomes an interesting character outside of being a foil for Sonic. Mm -hmm. Fine. You can do a neutral character. I just kind of need them to be a little bit more interesting than Chris is. Don't get me wrong. That is absolutely fair. Getting some bad vibes from Chris. Do not care for Chris. But this is um, across... This is what Sonic sounds like to me. This mm-hmm. is what these characters sound like, and I this feel is like, where, uh, th- th- um, th- this is where Eggman was first cast, and then he's been Eggman ever since. Yes, and they should never recast him. This guy's perfect. Eggman is the best I character mean, in Sonic. They've already recast him. Yes, his name is Jimothan Carey. We all know, uh, but like we yeah. we should not like. This is what. And it's probably just because the Sonic games I ended up playing were Shadow the Hedgehog and uh, Sonic Heroes, like the GameCube era of Sonic. Um, and and that is just like, this is what Knuckles sounds like. This is what Sonic sounds like. That That is Amy's mm-hmm. voice. And anything that isn't that sounds wrong on my ear. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it's close, I'm like, no, that's not... That's not it. That's not what that character quite sounds like. And I don't get mad about it. But this is, it, it just rang my ear so well. Because that's mm-hmm. just, it, it perfectly timed out with these characters' image in my head. I, yeah, th- yeah, this show, like, is, yeah, it's the area where, it, it's the era where I, like, was into Sonic. Where I played Sonic games and read Sonic comics. So this, like... This kind of helped codify what the Sonic sounds like and what the cast really sounds like, even though they sound like characters in eight other shows. All right, no, I'm ready to hop to uh, yes, the final to, one. Yes, the most current, the most current, <sighs> the latest iteration of Sonic, Sonic Boom. <sighs> uh, Ke- Kevin, what is your one-word description of this show? My one word description of Sonic Boom is yeah yeah uh, like yeah we're we're doing a a parody of the movie Misery <laughs> yeah we're we're doing that on the Sonic the Hedgehog TV show in 2010 whatever when this episode came out for the kids, we're going to do a parody of Misery, a movie that is as old as the character of Tails. Yeah, this is I was so disappointed when Sonic Boom came on and I looked over at my long suffering girlfriend and I said, oh, no, 
it's a funny one. And <laughs> and the that was not a good sign that it mm-hmm. was it, it, this is a straight up comedy show. This is uh, a I dare say situational comedy. This is a situational comedy starring Sonic the Hedgehog and friends. Um, it is based on these characters sort of just hanging out and encountering funny situations. Um, what it kind of reminded me of was the uh, terrible 3D animated Donkey Kong television show. Oh. Although this one does not have any uh, bitchin' songs like yes. that one used to. This one, and this is the only Sonic show so um, to date animated in 3D. And uh, it was a mistake. Put it back. <laughs> it it looks like discounted cutscenes from a video game. Right. It looks like well, I guess uh, cutscenes for the Sonic Boom, the video game. Yes. Um. Eh, eh, and um. It was. I mean, I have no. People were very mad about the character design when this came out. Like, I think it's kind of funny. Like, it's yeah. very silly, but I'm, like, it's fine. Like, there's nothing I'm here wrong. For beefcake with himbo knuckles. Yeah, himbo knuckles. Tails looks great. Never mess with that. Sonic has like a bandana and a bunch of bandages on his shoes. But like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't care. It's Sonic. Like, it's supposed to be silly. Um, it 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 was uh, it was a mistake. Put it back in the the 3D animation. It does not. It is not conducive to what is happening here. The running looks like shit. Like it's it's it, no thank you. Jacob, what is the fifth rule of cool for Sonic? The fifth rule of cool that we are covering, but not the fifth in importance. In fact, this rule was number one on the list I looked up. Wow. Uh, Less. Cool is not busy. <laughs> cool is not in your face with all these different bells and whistles. Cool is simple. Cool is less. And there, there's a lot less. I. <laughs> actually love Sonic Boom. And it is not just like my favorite on this list. It is a show I actively watched and then chose to keep watching. It's a show I actually like, just not as even just like as a Sonic show. Sonic Boom's funny. It has a lot of great jokes. Um, the complaint Kevin had about misery, you have to keep in mind that this is hitting the demographic where kids are still watching shows with their parents. So you need to have things like that that the parents can enjoy or at least appreciate so they don't blow their brains out. This is kidding more like Simpsons than anything. As for the animation, as someone who watched Fanboy and Chum Chum, you guys Whoa. don't know the pain oh. of 3D why, animation. Why'd you remind me of Fanboy Chump This jump. is decent. This is not jarring. It may not be yeah. the original 2D animation that everyone's like, yeah, I need my hand-drawn cartoons. It's good. It's and it fun. lets them mass produce a bunch of these oh, fun yeah. little bits and just have fun with the characters. No, yes. I mean, you're you're right. And when comparing it to G- Good Lord, the early days of 3D animated uh, kids' cartoons, like... Cubics, Jimmy Neutron, Jimmy Neutron, but ugly Martians. It is it is legions beyond any of those shows. Like it is it is passable. It's fine. Like it, there's nothing offensive about how it looks, 
And uh, because uh, this podcast has ruined my YouTube algorithm, uh, <laughs> right before recording, I watched a compilation of uh, Sonic Boom fourth wall breaks. And at one point, someone breaks the fourth wall and says, like, how long can we keep making this show with six characters and four locations? Wink. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. Like, you, ch- you, y- it's sort of an interesting writing experiment. Like, mm-hmm. how much can we get out of these Sonic very Boom? limited resources and these, uh, uh, these characters? Sonic and, Boom uh, is also a show that is very intelligently designed in a marketing standpoint because it is designed to be memeable and shareable. They have all their jokes self-contained within a six-second period, meaning oh. anytime you want to share a joke, you can share just that joke. It gives it a lot of mar- viral marketability and gives them the ability to share clips a lot quicker, build people's interest. Because when it boils down to it, as most games based off of pre-existing media, like Sonic or Pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh!, they're commercials. Mm-hmm. You're not... Like, yeah, you'll sell a few Sonic toys, but that's not the goal. You're not worried about the ad space either, especially when you're on a network like Cartoon Network where, you know, you're kind of – once you're on the network, you're kind of guaranteed good ad just because it is one of those turn-on and leave-on networks. It is about getting people excited about Sonic, which they do very well with this formula that they created, their ability to mass-produce content – and contain that content in short bits. Mm-hmm. Like me and Kevin, we had a writing class talking about uh, soap operas and sitcoms and the difficulties that they have compared to other shows, more dramatics, where it's not about long-form plot, but that you need to keep going and firing all cylinders every five seconds. And even if the jokes aren't for you, you can't argue that Sonic Boom doesn't succeed in that, where every line is setting up or paying off a joke. And they're usually doing that in alterations of one-to-one. Mm-hmm. That yeah. that's her. This is the only one that got genuine laughs out of me. Like where I where I knew they were trying to make me laugh, and they did. Don't worry, Sonic. That's way higher than I can count. Uh. That, that that was a great joke. Sonic's like, oh, oh man, to move this endangered species, we need to be able to move fifty. There needs to be fifty of them. Every time I go around, I can only count forty nine. Don't worry. That's way higher than I can count. Why? My favorite gag from it is uh, Knuckles going, I can't hear you. I've got my nose Oh, pinched. yeah. You'll have to speak up. I'm pinching my nose. And it's like, oh, that's good dumb guy shit. Kevin, what's your favorite joke from either episode? My favorite joke from... Any of these these two half episodes of Sonic Boom that we watched? Uh, let me. I know it's hard to decide between all of them. Yeah, they're all so good, and I definitely <laughs> remember them. And these two episodes don't just exist in this hazy fog, where <laughs> I'm not entirely sure that there was some sort of weird tiger fifth character on this show oh, no, there is that the sticks yeah that, that sticks is she a badger or a raccoon she's the badger okay her sticks name is the badger sticks Correct. okay um and i believe in the first episode we watched which was a parody of misery starring a taper whose hair looked like poo poo it looked like a pile of poo poo on his head yeah mark um, the taper yeah mark the taper uh she does not say anything 
She uh, is not a character in it. She appears. She um, appears in the background. She doesn't even go to the movies with everyone. Right. Um, so I was like, I don't know who this is. And then um, in the second episode, she starts talking and I was thrown from my chair because it is an indecipherable accent and voice. It's, um, well, it, it, it's Chris Summers. She's a like voice acting veteran. I believe you. Styx uh, this... is also the first character uh, since uh, Sonic Heroes and Chaotix that has attempted to reintroduce uh, introduce a character into the permanent lore. Mm-hmm. Right. Alongside your Silver the Hedgehog, uh, uh, Charmy the Bee, Big the Cat, fill out Blaze Sonic's expansive well. word. But yeah, Silver Blaze and the Blaze cat, do the cop not appear based off their time travel-based nature. Uh, uh, Silver is in Sonic Generations. You don't get to um, count Sonic Generations for including characters, because it's including everyone that appeared. It's the Budokai it Tenkaichi of Sonic. Yeah, I mean, Jacob, when you when you got it right, you got it right. <laughs> you know? When you nail it, buddy, you who, really knocked that one out of the park. Who can argue with that? I don't know I, if you guys in- are actually agreeing with me or if you just don't know the word I said and you're just moving on. Got it in one, Jacob. Uh-huh. Uh, wow. Uh, Jacob, uh, insightful as always. Uh, you're we right, you're are, right. Yeah, you really uh, uh, knocked that one out of the park, big guy. Man. Slugger. How in a show with Sonic, I'm the butt of it. Like, how am I the point of let's pick on Jacob? Am I really <laughs> no, no, the no. weakest link in this conversation with Sonic? Listen, Jacob, I'm making fun of you because I'm stalling for time because I literally cannot think of anything from these two episodes that made me laugh. I cannot, I cannot, I cannot find it. I tried. There was nothing. It was all bad. You didn't like the tales to to Amy about like, yeah, like Amy's like, oh yeah, he clearly has an unhealthy obsession with you. Tails is like, you would know, and Amy just death glares him. It's just one, I, it's just one frame, and her, like, groan, growling. No, I hate that. That is just winky fan shit, and I don't like it. I don't want it. I get it out of here. I did, like, there was some line, can't remember it verbatim, couldn't even tell you who said it, but they go <laughs> see that movie Garbage Man 3 or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who would have thought the, the garbage was love all along? Yeah, the garbage was love. That's funny. That's all. That joke is always funny. You know, who would have thought that the cats were inside us all? Like the real cats were the friends we made along the way. That kind of joke is always funny. Uh, so uh, good job, Sonic Boom. You used a joke I already liked. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. So, like, Kevin. Like so, did Sonic Boom just fall like flat for you? It just just too winky, too self-referential. It was too winky. I don't, you know, I I can enjoy like fourth wall breaks and like winky shit like that, but this did not work for me. Um, I I think it. I know that the show is again not for me or my age demographic, but with the mark of the tape error, I've like. I've seen 14 episodes of television that are exactly this, uh, including but not limited to the Oscar-winning movie Misery. Um, <laughs> and I have definitely, definitely seen the second episode we watched about weird animals mating. 
Um, and, and Sonic, so, like, there's structural problems with that second episode where, like, the main conflict of the episode is that Sonic and Tails can't live together, but we get, like, one scene of them living together and then five scenes of them talking about how they don't like living together. Like, structurally, it doesn't make sense. You, it's just, it, it, it did not... There was nothing in it that I enjoyed. And I'm sorry, Sonic Boom fans. I know this show is very popular. It uh, did not make me laugh <laughs> ever. I, I will say this. It, because this episode will be coming out, like, years from now. Mm-hmm. I will say... <laughs> you are free to not like or love anything without having to explain it further than that. Absolutely. And I, I agree, a lot of your complaints are very valid. But on the other hand, man, Knuckles had some great one-liners. I uh, love love me himbo Knuckles. Okay, so now... Amy also we're... got to be a character. Yeah. This is Amy's first time being a character. Yes. She's... Well, she's still, like, she's still kind of the girl, but now Only she's Only in this like... episode. Oh, okay. In, in other I... episodes, Amy gets a lot more. Like, again... Justin, next time you want to do a deep analyzation of multiple TV shows, hit me up first, because had I organized this, we would have been watching the race episode from each of these shows, because each of these shows have a definitive race episode. Oh, it's uh, someday, someday. Too little, too late. Also, I I don't think we got your word on this. Oh, my my word on this? Uh, Fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's like it, it feels like oh they're it, it feels like it's the tone they kind of want and they accomplish it, and it takes a very weird attack on Sonic of just suck all the speed out of it <laughs> and just double the attitude and snark, direct it kind of inwardly, and then just go. You know what they say, being cool is less. Yes. Speaking of, I do want to give a shout out to Eric Baker, the writer of my article, How to Be Cool, five research back tips that help provide the thesis for my sonic arguments. And yeah, you're it, the real hero. It's a good man. thesis, yeah. So now we get to the rankings. I'm going to ask you guys. Which show feels like the best adaptation of Sonic and which feels like the worst? Um, For best adaptation of Sonic, I feel like it's pretty it's going to be pretty unanimous across the board. It has to be Sonic X, the show that literally adapts Sonic. The show that um, literally pulls the game and turn and animates it a little bit better to make a show. (laughs) Like, I can't Uh, I can't say anything else is more Sonic than the exact quotes from a Sonic game. Yeah, I I have to um, uh, agree with Jacob. Sonic X is the best adaptation, um, and it, 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 it adapts the tone of the writing, the tone of the characters. It adapts the weird, wonky, end-of-the-world shit, these bizarre characters you don't care about that, again, get their own, like, internal monologues. <laughs> like, it adapts the Sonic experience very well, as a, as in addition to the literal plot points of Sonic. Uh, I It's same Sonic X. It is just the story just of the games just f- just fluffed out a little bit to include basically just a lamer Elliot from E.T. 
Yeah. I also uh, feel like we're going to be unanimous on this other one. At least I hope so. All right. So the worst, the worst adaptation, adaptation. It has to be Sonic Underground. It took so much liberties with the lore and the character that it's like, why tell a Sonic story? Uh, I'm afraid. Uh, I don't think so, Chief. Uh, that ain't it, Chief. Uh, Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog is a a. There is nothing Sonicy about it. He focuses on the, the attitude. That's Sonic. That this <laughs> Sonic. Oh, he has a, a prankster's attitude. That is not Sonic's attitude. Sonic has a rock and roll. I don't play by your rules. Attitude. See, I would have to disagree with both of you. I think. The one that feels like the worst adaptation of Sonic is uh, Sonic the Hedgehog Sat um, Saturday Morning because it's the least like energetic. It doesn't it doesn't really have attitude to it. There's none of that. Like it doesn't feel like it has. It plays itself too gritty and grounded for me. It doesn't have any of the wild energy of Sonic. Can Can I make one more argument for Sonic Underground that I think oh, is going to oh, case close it? Oh please. Do. Um, it's the only one of the five where Sonic doesn't insult Eggman. Ooh, Ooh mm, that's mm, pretty good. That's, oh, that's definitely. I'm still saying with Sonic. Sad am, but ooh, that's a major point against it. Yeah, I I acknowledge uh, the counselor's point, though I will yes. uh, uh, continue to vote in the same way. Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay. Now, all right. Now we will now now we'll rank what is the best show. I feel I've made my point already fairly apparent, but it's Sonic Boom for me. Okay. okay. Um. Can I can I make a distinction between best show and personal favorite of the bunch? Sure. Because Sonic X is, I think, the best show. It is the one that I think had the most baseline level of competence. And I, though I would not choose to probably watch it of my own volition, I could see how me of a certain age would have enjoyed it in a way that I wouldn't with these other shows. I feel uh, like if we're boiling it down in that degree between personal favorite and just best. best mechanically, we really have to do a little bit more to d define the parameters for best. Yes. I I think it ha I think like okay, the best fine. at achieving Sonic what it wanted X, to go for. Well, that that is up to everyone's own personal description. For me, mm -hmm. Sonic X was the best looking show. I think visually it was the it had the best uh, uh, look, the best sense of uh, cinematography and execution. I think it understood, say, camera angles, and I found it the nicest to look at. Um, I think it was the most functional in terms of uh, plotting and telling a coherent story that continued to move and did not stagnate. Um, there were uh, a couple moments of uh, levity. It got the best laugh out of me of all the shows. Uh, and I so think wait, the voice cast was the most from the lack of understanding. Yeah, the it was the chauffeur. Yeah, was a laugh is a laugh. <laughs> okay. And I think the voice cast was the most uh, on point and dialed it. I think it was the best overall ensemble of voices. Uh, whereas even though Sonic Boom, I think had some actors that were doing you know kind of interesting things with material I didn't like. 
the deep cast of Sonic Boom is fucking obnoxious. And, and that is, uh, I think Sonic X is the best qualitative show, but my uh, personal vote has to go to uh, the opening credits of Sonic Underground. <laughs> <laughs> is that going to be the outro music? Uh, or intro music. <laughs> or the podcast. It's that on loop for an hour. <laughs> no copyright strikes. Uh, anyway, no. that's my, that my well, final there's, one. There's no point in keeping the copyright. They keep the entire show available legally for free on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, every episode of all of these shows is on YouTube. I want to point out, it's not legal. Each of these have been cropped. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, most noticeably, it was with Sonic Underground, where half the title card was cut off. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, I was too blown away by Sonic being one-third of a Moses. Uh, yeah. So I did not notice. So, uh, my... With Kevin's new parameters, I would like to go in... That I think for the best mechanically, I still, I'm going to have to agree with Kevin that Sonic X is probably the best mechanically, um, just as far as a show goes. As I said earlier, my Sonic Boom segment, Sonic Boom does a lot of amazing things very intentionally. But I agree with Kevin that the overall average between all metrics of the show is much lower. That's fair. Totally fair. I would say, for me, the best one, for me, it was um, Sonic Sad AM. I know I said it was the worst adaptation. It was, I think, the best show. I think it looked good. It, lo it did look like kind of drab, but that was kind of the vibe I feel like they were going for. And I thought the animation and, like, the smoothness of the gestures were all strongest. Like, yeah, Sonic X has the looks the cleanest, but I feel like that's because it has the least like action happening in per like in per shot and per scene. You also have to keep in mind that the episode we saw of Sonic X mm -hmm. was accumulation of their biggest arc at the for the show at that point to date. So mm -hmm. they would have put in a lot more budget for the animation for that. Yeah, episode. exactly. Fair. Like this, Fair. this was supposed to be their big finale, and it just it it was there wasn't a lot of motion. Um. But and and also I think the writing in uh, Sonic Set AM is stronger, and the characters I, I think they're given more to do. Like it tries to actually have like a sort of tension to it that I like in a very adult way that I think is really cool and interesting. But in terms of actually enjoyment, it's Sonic Underground. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it doesn't. It tries to have its cake and eat it too, where it tries to be big and colorful and like lighthearted, but still have like a story and stakes. You guys are media masochists. You know that. <laughs> how how so, Jacob? That you take great pleasure and pain brought to you by media. <laughs> I cite podcasts as my number one example. No, I didn't feel pain in Sonic Underground. It was just a weird thrill. Podcats has been a joyous ride that I regret nothing of. That's the As masochism. No, I'm not getting a sick thrill out of how bad it is or how painful it is. I legitimately find it very interesting to explore as someone that sees cats in less than 48 hours of this recording. I, I don't consider it masochism because I don't find it torturous in any way. I don't, I don't know enough about masochism if there actually is a pain factor still. 
Yeah, that's like the whole thing. Perhaps. Well, I mean, like, if it's like pain. pain has become pleasure, we're to the point that there is no pain aspect of it anymore. You know what? I'm not going to do a bunch of research into masochism for this bit. D- don't. I- I'm just hey, gonna everyone, by my send statement. Jacob facts about masochism. I will. Well, it's going to be like three months from now, and my Twitter mentions are going to blow up, and I'm going to have no clue why. We're going to blow <laughs> up your spot about masochism. Yep. Get you into fet life. Um, and well, speaking of uh, pain, let's talk about, let's each name the worst show. Like, just the genuinely worst show. Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic Underground. How dare you? Why? Oh How dare goodness. you? I made all my opinions on Sonic Underground very clear. And while the Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog is probably like the show I'm least likely to watch nowadays, it's because I aged out of that demographic hard. It is a much, much younger demographic than all the other shows. Mm-hmm. And... Unlike Sonic Underground, it successfully targets its demographic. I I get here's the thing. When I watch those tapes, I don't ever remember laughing. I just remember them because they were on. You watch the tapes. Like you had like the VHSs of them? Yeah. And you watched them repeatedly. Yeah, and I that never That is the principle of a kid's VHS. It's to give the kids something to do repeatedly so the parents can not deal with them long enough to be human. So what So what are you saying? I'm saying it succeeded. Oh, and keeping my attention? Yeah. You know oh. how impressive it is to keep a kid's attention? I, okay. I get, all right, I'll, I'll grant you that. I'll, I'll, that. That is a fair point. Sonic I, Underground, as a Sonic show isn't even a contender it's like it has an asterisk marked next to its inclusion on my list um (laughs) as a show itself music does not a good show make phineas and ferb is a good show that has music but music is not enough to salvage a show and i i will i will i will put this out there when you don't enjoy anything else about several of the shows music counts for a lot yeah. Okay. Yeah. That is fair. It might be because I enjoyed the other Sonic shows that Sonic Underground isn't this diamond in the rough for me. Like, it is just, it is, all it had was music for me. Mm-hmm. But because everything else had something that you guys didn't see, music's the only metric you guys can I- give it. It's it's just I, I I love the novelty of seeing Sonic rock out, and I feel like it encapsulates what I feel like feels very Sonic of the kind of weird, it, where he's less of a skater and more of a rock star. I think is a very good fit. And I don't know, I, I get what you're saying where it doesn't fit, where it doesn't have to have Sonic, but it still feels very Sonic, just a very different facet of Sonic. A facet that's not explored in any other media or any other game. That's that's fair. And that's fine. I think that makes this all the more interesting. If it's a facet that only comes from here, you can't use it as a facet of Sonic. Why not? Because then all of these are a perfect adaptation of Sonic. 
In fact, if we're going by that metric, the only pure adaptation of Sonic on this list is the Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, because it had no other things to compare it to. Except I don't like that facet of Sonic. I'm not talking about how good is an adaptation. Just I think it, it's a, it's something that feels authentic and and it's something that I like. You can't say I'm not talking about his adaptation and then say it feels authentic. That's part of the adaptations. You guys I are say- free to like the butt rock music of Sonic, <laughs> but I stand firm in my decision to rank Sonic Underground at the bottom of my list. Okay, that's fine. What's your least favorite, Justin? Oh, uh, uh, oh, Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. It, I stand by it. It is unwatchable. I'll show you. I'll watch all of it. I, I, you, <laughs> I See, I know you'll do it. It's not a threat. You'll do it of your own volition. Just think of your YouTube algorithm, Jacob. Yeah, I just cleaned it. Like, I just had to scrub it from this Sonic endeavor. It's like when you just cleaned your toilet and then you have a guest over and they just fucking ruin it. Uh, they just no, fucking, no, 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 no. They is just take a that. big nasty shit in there. No, this I disagree. Like it's just exactly clean, that. No, no. This is you just clean your toilet and you're like, I'm going to treat myself to the spiciest food I can imagine and I'll ruin my own toilet. <laughs> Why would you do something like that? So, speaking of ruining your own toilet, uh, before we head out, uh, Jilly Dogs! <laughs> Jacob. After looking at these five iterations of Sonic, after looking at the trailer for the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, do you think this this version has any hope? Realistically speaking, um, I think it's going to fall short for the same reason uh, Sonic has always fallen short. It's that Sonic is not a character that can hold a plot while still being Sonic. Why not? And because he is too lackadaisical. He doesn't have any real driving motivation other than a need for speed, which just manifests in the, like, I kind of like running. It's not even like this compulsive desire. And even his morality, while teetering towards good, falls on the neutral line more often than not. Mm-hmm. Sonic is fun. Sonic is great. Sonic does not have the character type to manifest a plot. He cannot push things along. Even in the shows where he is literally trying to save his world, Sonic's motives are still almost non-existent, where he's just kind of going along with with his friend's whims, but even more so his Mm -hmm. own. Like, he doesn't have an ideological clash with Eggman, he just seems to not like him. It's not even as far as that. It's that Eggman doesn't like him. Sonic, uh, mm, even you're right, in, it's more one-sided. Sonic never really even brings the fight to Eggman in most of his iterations. Eggman does something that causes Sonic to have to react, but Sonic is a reactive character at best and just neutral at worst. So do you think the movie will survive on the quality of its Eggman? Um, I think the movie will survive on the quality of its brand. Mm. I think Sonic has a lot more goodwill than the franchise deserves, but it does have it. And I think the Sonic movie will be successful. 
I don't think it'll be ranked very high on any like critics or anything like that. But I think it'll be loved. I think it will sell well. I think it will fade to obscurity within a year. And I think that's really just it. Why do you think the Sonic brand is so strong? Like we've, as we've talked about for about an hour, almost an hour and a half, there have been five attempts to make a Sonic cartoon. Why do you think people keep trying that? Because there's a reason why I looked up how to be cool. It wasn't to be cool myself. It's because that is Sonic's quintessential thing. The thing that makes Sonic more so than any other factor of him is that Sonic's cool. That's why people like making Sonic OCs and writing Sonic fan fiction. Because he's cool. People want to hang out with the cool guy. And Sonic's cool in a non-aggressive or mean way. Mm-hmm. He's cool in the way like, wow, they're cool, but they're not getting there by like stepping on others. And that's ultimately why Sonic is so beloved and why everyone will defend him till the death. Because at the end of the day, even if you think Sonic falls short in a lot of aspects – you really don't have a good reason to hate him. That's really cool. I never thought of it like that. <laughs> yeah. And now, thanks to this episode of your podcast, um, people will learn how to be cool from the Sonic podcast. Yes. Thanks to my steps yes. on how to be cool. All right. So uh, as we round this out, Kevin, do you have any last thoughts about the Sonic the Hedgehog cartoons? Uh, yes, I think that each of them had an insurmountable task in front of them because Sonic is not a character, he is a character design. Um, Sonic's depth extends entirely to that sprite of him on the opening screen where he's shaking his finger at you. Uh, (laughs) so each one of them, and yet somehow from that, it has spawned, uh, the densest mythology this side of uh, Marvel or DC Comics or Star Wars. Like, the densest, weird corners, bizarre characters, everyone has this long backstory, and yet Sonic remains a paper-thin idea and, and only survives because his character design is unbelievably good. Mickey Mouse with blue spikes is very, very good, and it has helped him survive for 30 years. Um, So props to anyone for trying. Sonic is a malleable enough contest that you can do a a sitcom and an end-of-the-world anime, and it kind of makes sense both ways. Uh, you know, Sonic Boom is cheers. You know, he never leaves the bar and it's just the characters bouncing off. It's the first season of Community where they never leave campus. They just like bounce off each other and that makes as much sense as the four kids anime. And I don't know. Respect to you all for trying. And uh, never recast Eggman. You nailed (laughs) it. It's perfect. Don't change. He's the best character you have. Don't change it. I literally want to point out that in every recast of Eggman, we have praised it. Like, oh, Eggman's, yeah. re- Eggman keeps getting cast well. Yeah. No, Eggman and Sonic Underground sucked. That is the biggest uh, letdown of that show, was, is that they was recast Jim Cummings. It was, and it was serviceable. It was bad. He was actively bad on Sonic Underground. 
uh, uh, but uh, he's he's perfect. Never change a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jacob, do you have any closing thoughts on the Sonic cartoon? Uh, none that I feel. I feel like I left everything on the court today, Coach. You, you did. You did. Uh, and um, and I have nothing else to add. So, Jacob, where can our lovely listeners find you? Your listeners can find me on Twitter at Kelly Harold, K-E-L-L-E-H-E-R-A-L-D. I don't know why I always hesitate spelling my own name, but I do. Um, and they can also find me at Twitch, twitch.tv slash Kelly Harold, spelled the same way. You can find the three of us on Jan, either at either Jive Action Nerds or Just Another Night, which is an actual play tabletop RPG about either 70s pulp stories or spooky mystery monster slaying. You can also hear the three of us on the Puffin Publishing Podcast, a sketch podcast about your favorite authors. It's something... <laughs> Oh, it's something, all right. And it uh, continues on to this day. Uh, huh? Uh, you can follow me, Justin, on Twitter at Squidical Inking. That's like critical thinking, but with squids and ink. I feel like that's not going to be enough for them to find it. It's fine. <laughs> okay. They'll figure it out. Hey, hey, just just follow me on Twitter, DM me, and I'll send you Justin's URL. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Yeah, uh, subscribe to Jacob on Twitch, and uh, and he will send you Justin's info. <laughs> he will dox Justin for you. In fact, in fact, Kevin, Justin, whoever edits it, edit out Justin's URL. Following me on Twitch is now the only way to get it. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Where can the lovely folks find you, Kevin? Uh, at TV's Kevin Lanigan on all the shit. Uh, this, uh, show has risen from the ashes of Podcats, the pod about cats, but go back and listen to that. I think it's pretty fun. Uh, there's a whole day worth of episodes waiting for you. Um, uh, and, uh, 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 oh, TV's Kevin.substack.com is how you can read all of my new fiction writing. Uh, and Patreon.com slash TV's Kevin is still the best way to support all of these shows and how much time I put into making them. Thumbs up. And now to close, we'll be playing the only song that matters in this new year. The song from Sonic Underground. Yeah. Sonic was yeah. born and then he died. <laughs> and then he rose again. Sonic died. <laughs> For our sins. I mean, We're realistically so speaking, grateful. I think this episode showed us one thing. I think we can make a Sonic cartoon. Oh, easily. Oh, we could definitely make a Sonic cartoon. Yes. Well, they pay us pencils, for it. boys. It, um, uh, please start a, a letter writing campaign to Sega about uh, taking our cartoon pitch. And we promise if it gets enough signatures, we'll start ending our shows at the first closing line instead of like the eight other closing lines that we all think of after the fact. Yes. Uh-huh. This has been a Talkback Podcast.